Good day, and welcome to the Future of Insurance podcast series, and in particular, our partner ecosystem series here at Majesco. Today, I'm really excited to have Anna McDonald from AssureSign uh, join me in today's uh, podcast. Anna, welcome. Thanks, Denise. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here, and we're excited about our partnership with you. For the audience, why don't you give a little bit of background on yourself and AssureSign? Most definitely. So again, just like Denise said, my name is Anna McDonald and I am the partner sales manager over at AssureSign. Born and raised in Atlanta where our AssureSign headquarters are, right in Beckhead, if anyone is familiar with that. And I started at AssureSign, I think in 2016 as a sales executive, moved over to sales manager, and now I manage partnerships where I get the pleasure of working and building relationships with companies like Majesco and people like Denise on the daily. But enough about me and more about AssureSign. So AssureSign's been around since about 2000. We began by providing verbal-based electronic signatures until about 2007 when internet browser-based e-signatures were added to our product repertoire. For anyone listening who might be unfamiliar with what I mean when I say verbal-based signatures, just think back two or three decades before our modern markets landscape (laughs) where internet-based functions are now obviously the norm, but back then most companies relied on telecommunications to process anything such as, you know, VH or DVD movie rentals, rest in peace blockbuster, or curbside trash pickup. We were actually mostly in the space of telecommunications, specifically with uh, home phones. So if you remember those archaic items, uh, if you were ever switching your home phone provider or adding a new one, we worked with companies like Bell South and Vonage to get those verbal signatures over the phone. Uh, But in the late 2000s, when markets began to embrace more of the internet-based services, we met this need with our new e-signature solution in 2007, which obviously is the form of digital and electronic signatures that's become more widely used these days with industries such as insurance, like yourselves, legal, financial services, but we've honestly worked with every single type of industry, far-reaching as space companies, movie productions, and divisions of government. They get things signed, we work with them. So it's definitely an exciting product to be behind. Absolutely. Boy, you know, that brought back some really interesting memories to me. Having worked inside (laughs) of an insurance company, a life insurance company, I remember those verbal, those verbal signatures very much. And and, uh, remember that start of it. Gosh, that haven't thought about that in a long time, Anna. <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's funny because we still use it right now. We actually do have insurance companies use verbal signature and then quite a few different array of industries that utilize it as well. So it's really cool to see where each type of solution works for different types of industries. It's, it's definitely an interesting aspect to have. So, you know, from that period of time, you know, I remember e-business um, really came into, um, you know, being in about the 2000, 2001 and Everybody was putting up their website to be e-business oriented. And obviously we evolved with the technologies with the verbal signage and now leveraging a lot of other technologies. And we've really evolved how we're really engaging with customers in the insurance industry. And today, digital customer engagement and that experience is increasingly table stakes for insurance companies. It's no longer just a, a risk product but it's the risk mm-hmm. product with maybe the experience and maybe some value-added services. So talk about how you guys are really helping insurers kind of innovate and provide this um, new kind of customer experience that really is foundational and really fundamental to the overall product today. 
you know, Denise, that's a great and, and vital topic because innovation really has taken on a new perspective these past few years, migrating from internal focus to really that external experience. At AssureSign, we specifically prioritize innovations on both ends, not only for our users, but as well as the customer interface their signers are navigating when signing documents. So to get a little granular here, we really excel in specifically in the mobile arena for some time now. In today's world, we all move so quickly. We literally do not take time just to smell the flowers anymore. So consumers are certainly no exception to this. We all are consumers of insurance. So consequently, businesses really do need to figure out ways of mobilizing their, their asks of consumers. In our arena, this involves enabling our B2C and even our B2B customers to mobilize those documents. You know, with so much distraction and responsibility, we got to get here, you got to do that. We find just our plates full and our minds forgetful continually. So, you, you know, someone tells you, oh yeah, I'll get that signed this week. Well, is it going to be this week? Is it going to be this month? How many times do I have to follow up? We are so distracted. <laughs> so we want to work with someone who meets our needs and service, but also in time. Sending me as a consumer, because I'm a consumer of house insurance, of auto insurance, and as an insured, a document, if you send it to me to print off, sign, find a copier or fax machine, send back, honestly, I would just keep shopping. So I would pay more to do business with someone who makes me makes my process easier. For instance, even Atlanta traffic, if you're going to make me sit in that to go to your office or to go find a fax machine, archaic structure, I'm probably not going to do it. I'm going to keep shopping around and probably pay a little more to work with someone who makes my life a little easier. That's why AssureSign specifically, we've added our SMS sending capability just to revolutionize that experience for the end consumer. I think of a story from an insurance agent from a conference I went to recently about a customer they were working with that was taking their daughter to go see colleges. And so she said, you know, I'll sign the policy when I get back in two weeks. But she was on the phone with her right then. So she said, can you pull over? Or are you not driving? Do you mind just looking at your text messages? I just sent you over a link to sign your application. She put her on speakerphone and she just walked her through it in two minutes instead of that two week time frame. So just cutting off that ability to add any of your competitors who also have that feature to jump in in front of you. Definitely it's all about meeting the end consumer at their needs and wants of digital and mobile transaction. I can't um, reiterate that enough um, because I even had an experience. We had a claim on our home a couple of years ago from a really bad uh, storm oh, and with hail. Our entire roof was kind of, um, we had a shake roof and it was pretty much demolished. And then we had all of our windows had to be replaced. Our insurance adjuster for the insurance company we work with was phenomenal. They came out right away. They looked at everything. I got all the paperwork via email. They followed up with phone calls. They followed up with a text, all of that. Then I had to work with the bank uh, who bought my mortgage. <laughs> and that was a nightmare because literally what you described is what I went through for two months trying to fill out the paperwork, they would not, nothing was online, unlike the insurance company was online. Everything was paper. I had to either overnight it. Uh, they wouldn't accept the facts. I mean, it was the most archaic thing in the world. And I ended up calling them and complaining. They said, well, this is just the way it is. And I was just like, oh wow, you know, that is not, that is not a real great customer experience. And the really sad part of that is that for a lot of people who aren't close to the insurance industry, like we are, Anna, 
they don't understand the difference between that bank experience no, versus the insurance company. And so it sometimes gets tied into there. I felt that pain, believe me. You know, and I think that kind of ties back to something you talked about was, you know, where SureSight is working in a lot of different industries. And I think that that has been one of those key trends that we've been tracking as to what those influencers outside the industry that are impacting the industry. And so those experiences outside the industry and how people are interacting in other entities is really influencing how they want insurance to interact with them. So kind of share what you guys have learned inside these other industries that you're bringing forward for insurance. You know, that's really funny, Denise, because I was about to say when you're stating, you know, if it, what we've learned from other industries, and I would almost want to say, you know, insurance is one of the most far behind the times of technology, but you beat me to it with banks and I believe any, you know, hospitals, they might beat you guys out in the, in the industry. <laughs> Um, I, I thought it was only hospitals, but when you said banks, I was like, oh, that's another one. I forgot about that one. But third, yep. guys are third worst with the processing the new technologies. But I would say something I have learned from other industries that I've seen a big difference and gap with insurance uh, comparatively is, is trusting the process. The main thing that comes to mind on this subject is just realizing that technology doesn't have to be confusing for every walk of life. You know, we work actually with a lot of trial lawyers, for example, you see their billboards everywhere, mm -hmm. their commercials everywhere, and they work in with a lot of people that most would deem technologically illiterate. So whether it's, you know, lower income or an older generation, that doesn't necessarily mean that we have to revert back to stone ages to get them to sign something. So the insurance industry in a whole is one of the most document heavy industries, and yet they also rank, like I said, in the top industries that are behind the times when considering technologies. So mm -hmm. I think there seems to be a mindset that technology is going to make it more difficult, not only just for the signers, but also for the senders. Whereas if you just trust the process, the process will simplify and create an ease of use for all of the parties involved. So just because an adult in their 80s knows and is more familiar with how to receive something in the mail, sign it, and send it back via the mail doesn't mean that they can't be led through a signing on the phone with an agent, walk them through it, and not have an exemplary service and experience. And not just that, but it also will eliminate a lot of the errors that can occur via the mail. Then to the wrong yep. address, they send it back to the wrong address. They fill it out wrong. You resend it. They fill it out wrong again. You have to, re you know, so really through the e-signature process, it really is defining a whole new experience. Another part of that I think is a huge issue for insurance industry is the fear of change really is starting actually in the insurance agency and it reflects yeah. back to the customers. 2008, they said there's the baby boomers made up about one fourth of the insurance workforce. And I think that's including about 31% of insurance agents and 24% of underwriting uh, near nearing the retirement age. How that can, those stats can create kind of an issue with employee adoption is not because they're not amazing employees. In fact, the insurance industry is dealing with, I think I read an article last week on how they're dealing with the loss of a lot of valuable subject matter experts in the insurance field should the workforce retire in this mass. But if you've been doing the same thing for 30 years effectively, then why do you need to change your process when your boss tells you to use this new technology? Time and time again, I've heard that. I've heard from consultants and leaders. I just don't think I can get them to use it. So employee adaption can be an issue. At least at a sure sign, this is why we provide onboarding process for our customers where you don't just train a trainer to ensure that the team is comfortable and understand not only how to use it, but they also 
make sure that they understand the extreme value add in time, customer experience, and in accuracy. For instance, this is a term actually used in the insurance industry, not in good order. So if you have a document that's not in yeah. good order, filled out wrong, with a sure sign and with e-signature in general, you can not just reduce it, but sometimes eliminate the percentage of the forms because it's a signing guide and actually restricts what you can put into those spaces to make sure that you're filling it out correctly. You know, the interesting thing is, is something that you bring up about that, that generational difference and that generational change. One of the things that we've been tracking in our consumer and SMB research is that different set of expectations, particularly for the millennials and Gen Z, but they are influencing the boomers and the Gen Xs because they're engaging more digitally. But what's really interesting that I think the industry really needs to wake up to we all know that millennials are in that buying, but Gen Zs are now going to be joining them and overtake the boomers and uh, Gen X. By 2025, I think it was, we expect that the Gen X, or I mean the millennials and Gen Z, will be two and a half times larger than boomers and Gen Z, uh, Gen X. Oh uh, from a uh, buying perspective. Mm -hmm. It'll be a complete flip between those two generational groups. And that's not that long away. That's five years. And there's yeah. a lot to be done over that over the next five years to be able to not only capture them, but at that point in time, you're going to be wanting to retain them. And so I think that the pace of change is really underestimated, I think, for our industry sometimes. And I think that kind of ties into something that you said that I kind of like to expand on is the, uh, the use of electronic signatures, you talked about using SMS and some other types of capabilities that you've added. It really has evolved to say, how do you want to give interact uh, with customers in different kinds of ways? And so it becomes a, a communication aspect and a way to kind of interact and change the process to make it better and to really make it modern in light of all the technologies that we've got available. And I think it's really important to kind of step back and rethink that process and rethink how do you want to really interact with customers in getting that signature, but in different ways. Would you agree to that, Anna? I would 100% agree. Uh, as long as there's one great communication channels, two, you're also making sure that you are instructing and, and helping in the process, not only for your side of the business, but also with your customers. But they really are demanding that form of communication and channel, and it will keep changing as time goes on. You know, there's mm -hmm. going to be newer versions. They're going to want to be able to just scan their face on their phone, and then that's just going to accept everything. So as time evolves, it's definitely good to keep up to date on that. I really like that idea of scanning the face, and that could be an element right. of, a, of a signature too. That's mm -hmm. really cool. We're all into selfies these days. Yes. <laughs> Yes. You guys have, were an early partner in our Digital First Eco Exchange, and it's been a really different approach to partnerships, much like what Apple did, where people could develop apps and put it into the marketplace, and it was a really dynamic find and bind that it didn't uh, it doesn't require the um, integration, you know, and it's not an accelerator that still has to do some integration. So what did you see the value of that, Anna, and uh, what do you see the value for the industry um, as they begin to kind of uh, take hold of these, of this kind of find and bind dynamic way of using different partners uh, from an ecosystem and an eco exchange standpoint that's API enabled. You know, Denise, we were used to in the, in the past usually being, you know, a sole integration into a solution and packaged into their pricing for that one-stop shop. It's interesting to see that there has been a complete trend developing where companies are wanting to be able to select their own array of solutions that 
create a unique experience for their customers and fit them specifically. So I think it is a great way to be able to allow insurers just to define their needs and then find the solutions that best meet them when in a space that's safe and they know that the solution that they're currently working with, whether it's policy management or a CRM, they approve and they kind of refer these vendors, but allow them still to kind of choose between those. And I, I've not only seen that with, you know, our phones, but it also is starting to trend in all of the industries that we work within this idea of like a marketplace or an ecosystem. So I think Majesco is doing a great job of being above the times in already enacting that within their solution. Really allows a lot of different options depending upon that that customer and the experience that they want and the type of um, interaction that is going on at that point in time. And so it gets away from that one size fits all, you know. As you guys continue to evolve, what do you see as the future of insurance from an insurance side standpoint? It just in insurance in general, and then getting to how a sure sign kind of evolves with it. I was at a recently at a conference, an insurance conference, and I really love the idea of one speaker that related to insurance becoming preventative. So not reactive, but pre- preventative. So home, auto, business life, whatever it may be with the global warming and the environment is creating that unstable situation for insurers as the payouts just due to natural disasters are rising at an alarming rate. I think there was, Aon did a report in 2018 alone, I think it was $90 billion of, of was covered of natural disaster losses with, I think it was like about 394 natural catastrophe events to occur just in 2018. So with those kind of numbers, everyone needs to start being more preventative and proactive on those aspects. I was reading earlier this week, I think as well, that travelers, for instance, in 2019 committed to plant up to 1 million trees to aid reforestation efforts. They're also encouraging their employees to adopt green policies in not just their work lives, but also in their private lives. And there's a million ways in which you can see that a lot of these insurance carriers and agencies alike are really trying to be more proactive and not just aiding the environment, but also securing those houses, individuals, et cetera. Even when their plans and things of that nature, they've got pay as you drive now, which if you drive less, you get discounts or the green building insurance coverage. So really trying to create more sustainability and with a sure sign and e-signature in general, really trying to assist in that process. Obviously, we're trying to eliminate waste in our solution, not just security of documents, not just getting something signed quicker, but we're also eliminating tons and tons of wasted paper and water throughout that process. So I think big parts of the future for insurance is being more proactive in that atmosphere, as well in lots of others as well. I couldn't agree more. It's really moving to more than just providing the risk and then dealing with the claim afterwards. It's really avoiding the risk mm-hmm. and mitigating the risk. And there's a lot of things that we can do to be able to support that, both from an insurance standpoint, but just in our overall world and environment we live in. If you could pick one word to describe the future of insurance, what would it be and why? You know, I think I will stay with my trend of just proactive uh, and not just in that aspect, but proactive in meeting customers' needs, thereby staying competitive. So constantly looking at the trends of what are what are the consumers demanding, yelling for in either communication or in discounts or what that may be. Just listening to the consumer's demands as well as proactive in, again, the war against natural disasters and also most 
definitely proactive in being agile with the ebb and flow of technology. We are in a technological age and it just continually happens and adapts. We'll notice, at least even then with eSignature, most companies will do a review of all of their solutions every three years because things are changing and evolving so quickly. So it's very good to be agile in those aspects as well, because if you get behind the times, your consumers aren't. So it's very important just to be proactive in all of those aspects. Couldn't agree more. So, you know, as we enter this new decade of 2020, you know, I think the picture of the future of insurance is gaining a lot of clarity. I think the agility that you talk about, it's all going to be about speed and it's going to be about innovation, primarily because we've got a whole different buying group that's emerging as going to be the dominant group and they grew up digital or they were born Mm -hmm. digital, as some people like to say. And I think that presents a lot of opportunities. Yes, it'll be challenges, but I think we can turn all of that into a great deal of opportunity to rethink how we're kind of engaging with people. And I know you guys at AssureSign are going to be right in the middle of that. And we're so excited about the partnership with you guys and appreciate, you know, the work that we've done together to date and look forward to that. Most definitely. And we are very excited about our partnership with Majesco as well. Also the excitement for the future of the insurance industry. And we're excited to kind of keep that ebb and flow and agility within our solutions as well. Well, thank you, Anna, for the conversation today. I look forward to future conversations. Thank you. Of course. Have a good one, Denise.